Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. This episode, as you probably saw in the title, has a guest. Uh, Nick, how you doing? I'm doing good. Good to be here, Spencer. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I am uh, very glad to have you as a guest today. Uh, you have expressed to me uh, expressed to me on multiple occasions that you are a bit of a word nerd yourself. Um, do you want to give uh, give the folks a little bit of a history or a little bit more uh, background information as why you're a word nerd? Yeah, totally. So I I was a uh, an English major and I'm now an unemployed English major. Ha, <laughs> classic. No, but um I've I've so I've always had an interest in words or uh at least since, you know, I went to college and um actually after college I went through a phase where I even made like hundreds of flashcards of just like weird and interesting words that I enjoyed and kind of went through them periodically. And I still keep like a running list on my computer of, of just like words that I see that are interesting. And um, yeah, people tell me that I use big words when I speak sometimes. <laughs> and I'm sure y'all can relate to that, all of you out there, fellow word nerds. Yeah, I am a, um, I don't know if I was a word nerd before, but I, I am now uh, after getting through 140 some pages of this podcast uh, or of this book <laughs> in this podcast. I, I've learned a lot of words uh, and I think I've promptly forgotten most of them. Uh, but, you know, a few have stuck and uh, I, I love the words and uh, I, maybe uh, there will be a word in this episode that you can add to your list. Um, and speaking yeah. of your flashcards, for those of you who are not patrons, which is every single person on the face of the planet except for me and one <laughs> other person... Um, we, Nick and I will be doing a, um, at least one patron, Patreon exclusive episodes using his flashcards. Uh, I have no idea how that's going to go because we haven't recorded it yet, but, um, I'm hoping that it goes well and we can actually make this a series because you said you've got hundreds of flashcards. Oh yeah. So I even, I have categories for us to choose from. We'll, we'll go get into this in the Patreon episode, but, but uh, yeah, we'll be choosing between uh, high society, British as in British words, or I think words that I think sound funny in a British <laughs> accent, sex, and liars and thieves. So it'll be a good time. Awesome. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so yeah. let us get into the words for this episode. The first word um, is a fun one. It's boy toy. Two words. Mm-hmm. Noun from 1982. A usually young man considered as an object of sexual desire. This does not yeah. fit with the family-friendly aspect of this podcast, but I have said on many occasions, uh, there are words that, you know, they're just words in the English language that uh, people need to know about because they exist. And, you know, I, I don't want people to have closed minds. Um, so do you have any opinions on boy toy? Well, you know, this is one of those instances of a word that names something that, like, I've known for a while now that I want to be, you know? I guess trophy husband would be another good way to put it. But yeah, sure. yeah, make me a boy toy. <laughs> uh, well, I won't, but uh, maybe maybe somebody else can. <laughs> maybe somebody who's an employed English major can, can make you a boy toy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, all right, we are moving on to boy wonder. Two words, noun from 1923. A young man of noteworthy achievements. Definitely not me. <laughs> yeah. Unless you consider the vocab cards, but no. <laughs> yeah. The, 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 mm. I often come across words that I, I, uh, I have a connection to, but I also come across words like this that I, am, I can firmly say that is not me. Uh, but this mm. next one I think is me. 
It's the word yeah. bozo. B-O-Z-O, noun from 1916, a foolish or incompetent person. And the etymology is unknown. Nobody knows where this word came from. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't know that this was, it surprises me that this is a real word, bozo. I always thought that was just like a slang thing or something. Yeah, there's actually been a lot of words that I I have verbally said, I'm surprised that this is in the dictionary. Uh, There was one recently. Um, man, I'm not going to be able to find it, but I was like, really? Oh, I think it was booty call. I was like, really? This is in the dictionary. Wow. All right. I'm so, that makes me so happy <laughs> that <laughs> yes. that's in the dictionary. Between booty call and boy toy, you're, you're good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's me right there. <laughs> Did you ever uh, watch the Bozo the Clown show? No, no. That might've been before your time. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I think they started in the 1950s, 1960s, something like that. It definitely went into the 80s and 90s because that's when I well, I watched it in the 80s. Um, and I think they even filmed it in Chicago, which is where I am. Um, and it was just a goofy show. I'm sure it's terrible if I watched it now. Um, all right. We are going to get into the section of this episode that is a whole bunch of abbreviations. Uh, so this is interesting. And if you have nothing to say then you got nothing to say because i often don't have anything to say about a lot of these either mm-hmm. uh so the first one is bp uh both lowercase abbreviation for one baptized two base pair three birthplace and four bishop oh, oh, an interesting mix of words there there's two bps there's another bp read, read the next bp Oh, I will. Uh, by the way, for, for those who those of you who are shocked at why he knows, uh, I sent him a photo of this section ahead of time. Uh, so that's why he knows what's coming up. So the next BP is all caps, abbreviation for one, batting practice, two, beautiful people, three, before the present, four, bills payable, five, blood pressure, six, blueprint, and seven, boiling point we don't usually see seven uh definitions for an abbreviation well actually it's 11 if you count the lowercase bp before it but yeah it seems excessive that is very true uh and yeah like i said that's a a big mix of things that can be uh, abbreviated to bp it's i think that's pretty interesting Mm -hmm. and beautiful people that's often is that get used enough that it has to be abbreviated to bp i wonder what context that's get used that gets used in i mean battling practice like does anyone say uh, like abbreviate that to bp and that's actually pair? well i could see that uh that's actually batting practice oh yeah yeah same same sentiment though <laughs> yeah. yeah well uh yeah. yeah i guess i mean batting practice seems more common than beautiful people but yeah, do you really right. need to brief? Maybe in baseball, if they're you know if they're making charts of who's in batting practice, they just write BP. I don't know. I don't play baseball. Yeah. Yeah. Next is BPD, abbreviation for barrels per day. How many barrels of alcohol do you drink per day? At least seven. No, but I'm surprised. So they got 11 examples for B- how BP can be abbreviated, but BPD. I've heard that a bunch, but for borderline personality disorder. And that's so you just got one for BPD and 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 eleven for BP and it's barrels per day, which I guess, admittedly, like sure, yeah, that's a thing people say. Yeah, I, it's interesting. I, I um, considering that you've heard of borderline personality disorder, 
uh, abbreviated. Mm-hmm. I'm a little surprised that that's not in here. But maybe, I mean, the book is a little on the old side, so maybe in the newer versions it's in there. But hey, huh. Huh. we'll see. Yeah, yeah, update. Yeah. All right, next is BPE, all caps, abbreviation for Bachelor of Physical Education. Mm, future future PE teachers. Cool. What is it they say? Those who can't teach, teach physical education or something? That is what they say, yes. Yeah. And this this is, so, so we got a nice follow-up with the next one here. Which is BPH. The B and the P are capitalized. The H is not. It's an abbreviation for Bachelor of Philosophy, quite different from Bachelor of Physical Education. But equally useless. <laughs> yeah, very true. <laughs> uh, fascinating subject, but yeah, what do you do with that? You you become a professor of philosophy, and then you teach the people who get a Bachelor of Philosophy, and then they become teachers, and the uh, the cycle just continues. So You could also become a very wise hobo if you wanted to. I mean, Oh, yeah. Yeah. I bet most hobos have bachelors in philosophy. I think so, yeah. So next we have BPH again, but in this case, the H is capitalized. This is an abbreviation for a couple things, which are very similar. Benign prostatic hyperplasia and benign prostatic hypertrophy or hyper... Wait, I always get confused. It's hypertrophy, but I think it's pronounced hypertrophy. Do you know? Oh, wow. Okay. I mean, hypertrophy has that ring to it that just sounds correct, but no, I don't know for sure. Yeah, it might actually be hypertrophy. Who knows? Nobody in the world knows. No one. Absolutely no one. And there's definitely not a nurse in this condo that I can ask about the correct pronunciation. So we are going to move on to, let's see, this is B Farm. Um, So it's capital B, and it's farm, not like you go farm uh, making the wheat or the corn it's p-h-a-r-m and uh, the b and the p are capitalized this is an abbreviation for bachelor of pharmacy i've heard that it's really really hard to get a pharmacy degree because there are so many different drugs that you have to memorize and the doses that you have to memorize do you know anything about pharmacy um, I mean, I've heard that it's really awesome to <laughs> know how to uh, mix drugs, but um, yeah, my all I know about it is my buddy's mom used to work at a pharmacy, and my my buddy, this is like back in the day, and my buddy used to uh, nab some cool things from her store. <laughs> yeah, and we will not say who these people are or where they are. Indeed. We are going to move on to BPI, all lowercase abbreviation for bits per inch, or also bytes per inch. Uh, And bytes is B-Y-T-E-S. So these are computer-related bits and bytes, I think, are similar. I think one of them is like eight bytes are in a bit or something like that. And uh, that's um, the, the amount of information in like a picture per inch on a computer screen or something along those lines. Oh, really? Oh. Oh, that's kind of interesting. Honestly, I'm not even entirely sure. But <laughs> but enough. I think I'm I think I'm close. What? Oh, the next one's great. I'm sorry. No, that's that's fine. The next one is B picture and I think we actually had B movie a while back. Uh-huh. Uh, so capital B, the letter B and then picture. This is a noun from circa 
1937. And then we just have the synonym B-movie. So if you all want to hear me talk about that one, just go back a bunch of episodes uh, and, and, and hear me say that. Um, do you, do you, are you a fan of B-movies? I am a fan of some some B movies. My favorite one off the top of my head is Kung Pao. If you've ever seen it, it's like a, a oh yes, yeah, it's like a mock uh, kung fu film. Super cheesy, super cheesy B movie. Yeah. yeah, that movie. Um, I think I saw that in the theater actually. For those who don't know, who aren't familiar with this movie, um, this guy basically took footage from I think two or three old kung fu movies, and then he digitally added himself into the movies, mm-hmm. um, rewrote the script, had new actors read the lines, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's total comedy, goofy, goofy, goofy. Um, and then I think they added just some other like new scenes. There's a lot of weird CGI in it, and yeah, it's a really yeah. stupid, funny movie. I love it. They make one of the main female characters, they do CGI so that she only has one boob. It's pretty great. Oh, yeah. I vaguely remember that. I think I owned the movie and then I think I lent it to somebody and he never gave it back to me. So I'm not even sure if I own it anymore. But I uh, I want to watch that again. It's a worthy pickup for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably get it for like five bucks or something. I hope so, man. <laughs> yeah. Don't pay more than that. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. yeah. All right. Our next word is BPM. This is one that I see a lot. It is an abbreviation for beats per minute. Do you uh, do you make music at all? No, but I've 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 uh, pretended that I can DJ before, so I'm I'm familiar with this one. Yeah, yeah. The um the the standard I think sort of dance music is probably around 120 beats per minute or something like that. Um and uh but you know for for non musical people they probably don't know a lot about this. But you know each song has a beat a rhythm to it, which is often four beats in like a measure and. Mm-hmm. If it's faster, it's maybe 180 beats per minute. And if it's a slower song, maybe it's 60 beats per minute. And it can be anywhere in between. So um, pieces of sheet music um, of all types, classical to, to modern, uh, will have a little thing in the corner that actually say what the beats per minute should be. Um, and then if you've got like a metronome or something, you can uh, set it to that so you play it at the right speed. Yep. And actually, modern electronic music is organized by beats per minute. So I'm going to get kind of nerdy for a sec, but that's what we do here. But um, so like drum and bass is like 140 BPM. House music, I think, is like 80. Trap is like 110, I think. But yep. Yep. Yeah, that's actually really interesting. And, and it's good to know if you're going to DJ or pretend to DJ, you should probably know that stuff. Yep. All right. Next, we have... B-P-O-E, all caps, abbreviation for Benevolent and Protective Order of Elks. Why? This reminds me of, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I guess this <laughs> is something is that? that's related. Well, is it, uh, in the Flintstones, they had, um, they had one of their, like, secret elk clubs or something. I'm guessing that's sort of what this is, but. Really? I, I don't oh, know. Oh, man. That's so funny. That is so obscure. That is so obscure. I guess the Flintstones isn't that. But they're scary. benevolent and protective. I know. Those are some good elks. Good yeah. guy elks. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe I can find a Wikipedia page for these guys. It might be worth it. I'm curious. Next, we have BPS, all lowercase, abbreviation for bits per second. Um, and I think that's dealing with, um, you know, how information is sent, maybe over the internet or streaming or whatever it is. Um, bits and bytes and megabytes and all that stuff, it's all related to that. 
Mm-hmm. Next we fun. have, did you say fun? Yeah, fun stuff. <laughs> Computer stuff. Yeah, yeah. For some people, it is. All right, next we have BPW, all caps, abbreviation for two things. One, Board of Public Works, and two, Business and Professional Women. Mm. Yeah, two is definitely the better one of those two, I want to say. Yes. I mean, public works are good, but professional women are also good. We need more of them. Yeah, I'd like, you know, one of them needs to make me their boy toy. You feel me? Some business and professional women. Yes, please. Where are you at? I love callbacks. Yeah, yeah. See, matches up. All right. Next, we have BR, uh, both lowercase. Uh, this is an abbreviation for one branch, two brass, and three brown. And uh, just because the next couple are similar, I'm going to jump right into... Actually, the next few are similar. I'm going to jump into uh, the first form of BR. The B is capitalized, abbreviation for Britain and British. And then we have the second form of BR. It is a symbol for bromine. Do you know your periodic table? Because I sure don't. No, I, 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 no, yeah, obscure element. I know it's an element. I know it's on the table, but you know, that's about it. Yeah, because I just told you. I feel like I have an, an image in my mind of a, of a, you know, a bro with their sunglasses and their tank top or whatever it is, and but he's a, a, a periodic table element symbol something. I don't know. Terrible joke. It makes me think of the video game Fallout. There's like these weird animals that are called something similar, which is maybe after your time. But <laughs> but yeah, no, no, it doesn't ring on. You know, English major, um, video game player, not not a uh, not a scientist. Yeah, yeah. I I know the main <laughs> yeah. elements, but I definitely don't know bromine. But next we have capital B, capital R, abbreviation for one bedroom. And two, bills receivable. Again, two things that are not related whatsoever. Unless you want to do your taxes on your bed. I don't know. Yeah, also two things I feel like people don't usually abbreviate, but... Yeah. Okay. I think there was one abbreviation that I came across that was... I think the word was maybe five or six letters long. And I think the abbreviation was like four letters long. I was like, why Why are you even abbreviating it at that point? Wait, so, like, is WTF in the dictionary or, like, LOL? Um, I think, I mean, I'd have to check those specifically, but there was one that I came across. Um, I feel like I did come across something that was very similar to those, and I did not expect it to be in there. I'm actually trying to find uh, WTF. I'm, I'm, it's very difficult to, uh, to move these pages with one hand. I'm in the W's. Come on. Come on, pages. Let's find... The, again, this book is a little on the, like the older lick. side. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm holding yeah. the mic in the one hand. Uh, right, let, yeah. Let's see. W... W... No, it is not. What uh, an outrage. Yeah. Uh, it's very... Po- I mean, th- this book was definitely in existence when that phrase was started, but um, maybe it didn't become as big uh, big enough to get into this edition. But uh, yeah, mm. we'll, we'll have to wait for the L's to see if LOL is in there. Because I know that definitely started in the mid-90s, I think. Yeah, that's that's one of the big ones. I feel oh, like yeah. that's one of the big ones. Yeah. Yeah. All right, our next word is bra, 
BRA, noun from 1936, and we don't have a definition, we just have the synonym brazier, which we should be getting to in the, uh, within the next, probably next week or so. Watch this, uh, watch the definition for brazier just be bra. The writer's just like too embarrassed to define what a bra is. Yeah, you've got a, a, a feedback loop of going back from bra to brazier to bra to brazier. Um, and then uh, there's an adjective, braless is an adjective. Uh, no comment. <laughs> yeah. All right, our next word is brabble, B-R-A-B-B-L-E. It is a uh, an intransitive verb from... Uh, circa 1530, and we just have this synonym, squabble. Brabble is also a noun, and uh, the etymology says it's perhaps from the Middle Dutch brabbelen, which is of imitative origin. That's all I got for that one. I, li- I like that word. Like, quit your brabbelen over there, you know? I yeah. Like I've heard of squabble, but I've never heard of brabble, so uh, it's definitely more of an archaic word, but I think we should bring it back. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, we are actually on the last word of this episode, which is brace, B-R-A-C-E, but we've got two forms of it, uh, and the second one has a whole bunch of definitions, so um, let's get into it. The first form is a verb from the 14th century. We are starting with transitive definitions. Number one is archaic, to fasten tightly, synonym is bind, 2A, to prepare for use by making taut. To be, synonyms are prepare and steal, and that's S-T-E-E-L, uh, not like you're stealing second base. It's like the metal steel, but that's it's not even, that's, that's not accurate because um, there's, another, uh, there's another definition of that spelling, which I don't know off the top of my head. Do you? Yeah, well, it's like, it's like the steal yourself, you know, like... I picture like a buff dude kind of just like flexing or whatever, you know, or it's like if you're about to be hit by someone, you want to steal yourself. Yeah. And I'm thinking of steely eyed like. Uh, Ooh. Oh, yes, yeah. Something yeah. like that. Um, and then we have an example here for that to uh, be definition. It's brace yourself for the shock. Um, all right. Now we've got to see invigorate and freshen are synonyms. Number three to turn a sail yard, by means of a brace. 4A, to furnish or support with a brace. 4B, to make stronger, and a synonym is reinforce. 5, to put or plant firmly, as in, braces his foot in the stirrup. Number 6, to waylay, especially with demands or questions. And then we have two intransitive definitions. Number 1, to take heart, and that is used with the word up, like you would say brace up, I think. And then number two, to get ready as for an attack. It's a lot of definitions. Yeah, well, that's only the start of it because we've got a whole second form of the word brace. Um, let's see. Oh, and then uh, the etymology for this first form says this is from Anglo-French brasser, which means to embrace, um, which is from the word brace but they probably don't pronounce it that way in French. (laughs) Um, All right, let's get into this second form of brace, which is the last word here. It's a noun from the 14th century. One, something as a clasp that connects or fastens. Number two is, um, I think it's saying that 
the plural of this word is just brace again, not braces, but just brace. So with that in mind, yeah, um, it says two of a kind. Synonym is pair, as in several brace oh, of quail. Yeah. Have you heard that? I have. Yeah. No, that I, I I wouldn't use that normally, but but um, yeah, I totally have heard that. Yeah, a brace of something. Yeah, like a hmm. couple. Hmm. That's, That's so interesting. Um, all right, number three, a crank-shaped instrument for turning a bit. What is that? A crank-shaped instrument for turning a bit. Yeah, that, that one's, no, I don't know about that one. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm going to have to look into that one, I think. Number four, something that transmits, directs, resists, or supports weight or pressure as, for A, a diagonal piece of structural material that serves to strengthen something as a framework. And then for B, uh, oh, we also got for C and for E, for D and for E. Okay, for B, a rope rove through a block at the end of a ship's yard to swing it horizontally. For C is plural. The synonym is suspenders. So I guess sometimes people call suspenders braces? Interesting. I don't know why, but that seems to make sense to me. It's like you're bracing your belly, kind of. I don't know. I guess you're you're bracing your pants to your belly so they don't fall, maybe. Yeah, right. Like the previous one was, you know, a diagonal piece of structural material that serves to strengthen something. So yeah. it's kind of like that, but, you know. That's true. For your body. That's true. Yeah. Makes sense now that you say it that way. Uh, I want to find somebody who calls suspenders braces, though. It's probably very old. Maybe maybe I'll ask my grandpas. Yep, yep, that'd be the way to go. All right, for D, an appliance for supporting a body part. For E is plural, an orthodontic appliance, usually of metallic wire that is used especially to exert pressure to straighten misaligned teeth. Did you have to have braces? No, so they they... I wanted braces when I was a tween and we went to the orthodontist and they told me that I didn't need them yet and I'd have to wait. And then they kept telling me I had to wait. And then I was like 16, 17, my junior or senior year of high school. And that's when they said I needed braces and they said I would need them for like three years. And I was like, oh. no. And I didn't do it. I was a little rebellious kid. I was just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to college with braces. <laughs> So you wanted braces because your teeth were crooked? I wanted them because my friends had them and I thought they were kind of cool, which I know sounds weird, but I don't know. I, I also had never had them before, so I didn't realize that they could be like kind of a pain. Did you ever have braces? No, uh, I am extremely lucky that I never needed braces. My cousin had braces on her baby teeth and then she had them again on her adult teeth. Right. So I don't know what was going on inside her brain or skull there i'm telling you man those orthodontists they're running a racket because my teeth aren't even that crooked they're a little crooked but they're not even that crooked they're like you need them for three years i'm just like you need them for three years (laughs) (laughs) i'll give you braces that's crazy that yeah exactly well obviously you didn't need them that bad if your teeth aren't even all that crooked i mean something about an underbite or something or Uh, overbite or i don't even know (laughs) have you ever seen that time-lapse footage of somebody's teeth getting fixed by braces oh man no but that sounds really cool actually it's so interesting i think it's kind of old at this point but it doesn't even matter um yeah they just took pictures periodically maybe once a week or something um i'll i'll find a link and i'll put it in the show notes it's really really interesting to watch uh the teeth gradually straighten 
Oh, yeah, I love it when people do that, take the time to make like time lapses of something they're going through. That's always it's always a good like 30 seconds to a minute of solid entertainment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I actually just saw a time lapse today of um, somebody had a wound on their finger and Ooh. they took a time lapse of it. And they so you got to see it heal, uh, which I thought was really interesting. I, I've always loved time lapse and I've actually played around with time lapse photography myself. Um, I think I I did something. I think I injured my toenail and I think I took some pictures of that. So not that I made a time-lapse of it, but I think if I found the pictures, I could make a time-lapse of like my toe injury healing or something. I don't know. It's internet worthy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Braces? Um, Yeah. uh, Brace. Oh, orthodontist. Oh, yeah. We still got a few more here. Yes. Yes. So we are on 5A. One of two marks. And then it shows the brace or brackets that you will see on your keyboard left and right um, and then it they're used to connect words or items to be considered together 5b one of these marks connecting two or more musical staffs carrying part to be parts to be performed simultaneously uh, 5c we have the number 3a definition for the word bracket oh which I think is coming up in two episodes and then number six a position of rigid attention. Seven, this is our last one, something that arouses energy or strengthens morale. And then real quick, we got some etymology here. Uh, This is a Middle English word, which means clasp or pair. It is from Anglo-French, which means pair of arms, a pair, support. From the Latin brachia, which is the plural of brachium, which means arm. From the Greek brachion, do you know how to pronounce Greek by any chance? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, let's see. That is from compar of brachis, which means short. And there's more at the word brief. Uh, so, yeah, those were all the words. Um, I'm going to reread them real quick. And then what I want you to do when I'm done rereading them is pick your favorite word or abbreviation. It's going to be the word of the episode. So the, I think I already know which one it is, though. But we had yeah. boy toy. Boy Wonder, Bozo, BP, BPD, BPE, BPH, BPH, BP or B Farm, BPI, B Picture, BPM, BPOE, BPS, BPW, BR, 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 Bra, Brabble, Brace, and Brace. So I know you think I'm going to choose Boy Toy, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm going to go with Boy Wonder. It makes me think of superheroes, and um, I was just watching Watchmen and. Yeah, let's go with Boy Wonder. Nice. I like it. Boy Wonder uh, will be the word of the episode. And I think just uh, because I'm going to pick, I think I'll do BPM as my word of the episode because I've always been a little on the musical side. Anyway, um, any last words from you, Nick? Um, No, thanks for having me. Um, Yeah, that was fun. By the way, you are are a warrior for, uh, for doing this every day. Yeah. Well... We'll see if I end up being a warrior. I uh, I only record usually a couple of times a week. I'll, I'll do like four uh, four episodes at once. Um, but yes, episodes every day is a little ridiculous. So uh, we'll we'll see. <laughs> uh, talk to me again in like fourteen years. We'll see where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, when you're still recording. <laughs> yes. Wait, didn't you you did the math right to 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 figure out how long it would take to get through the book, right? Yeah, I did some really basic math. I didn't do it super specifically, but my estimation was uh, I will finish around the year, I think it was 2035, 
2035. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, about 2035. I'm clapping. Hey. <laughs> That's epic. That is oh, epic. Oh boy. We'll see what happens. Um <laughs> yeah, so thank you. You guys I'm sure we'll hear Nick on another episode and if you decide to become Sweet. a patron, uh you will uh you'll hear him there as well. So we are going to end this episode. This has been Spencer dispensing information. Goodbye. <laughs>